Hi, babies. Welcome back to another episode of Probably Late to Something. Obviously, the last episode was a little icky and just kind of gross. So we're going to hopefully move forward from that. I didn't want to continue with regular programming and pretend that everything was fine because that's just not what life is like. And I wanted to be honest. I want you guys to know that I'm here for you and I'm human being just like you guys. I'm not better than any of you guys. I fuck up. I make mistakes. And that's kind of what this episode is about. It's about being the fool. Um, that has a, I don't know if you say tarot or tarot, (laughs) the, uh, card decks that you see, those girls always do it on TikTok and they're always like, he's coming and and you're going to fall in love or that job's going to work out. Or they tell you that you're pregnant. That one was a weird one. Um, cause I was super gay at the time and I definitely knew I wasn't pregnant, but basically it represents new beginnings, having faith in the future and not knowing what to expect, trusting in the universe, trusting in God. That's what being the fool is. That's what that fool card is. It's basically saying that you jump in to situations and you might not know everything and you might make mistakes and you might mess up. That's what I love about that card. It's basically saying you can fuck up and you can fall down, but you have to fall forward. And um, Jordan B. Peterson talks about this in a quote. He says, if you're not willing to be the fool, you can never be the master. In order to become that best version of yourself, you're going to sometimes go off the rails and go off the track. And the important part about it is not saying, okay, fuck it, everything's fucked. You know, like I went through something really terrible and honestly really embarrassing and it was blasted for everyone to see and I could have sat there and been like well I fucked everything up I'm a bad person I don't like who I'm becoming blah 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 blah, and just sat and sulked you know but me sitting there sulking doesn't do anything I took my days I cried I was upset and then I got back up and I am still striving towards my goals and my dreams so when you fall make sure you just fall forwards. Don't go backwards and don't do the same mistake again. Learn from it, grow, and be a better person. I always say I think the best thing about being human is that you don't have to be perfect. I don't think anyone's life will ever be perfect. And admitting that to yourself, I feel it gives you strength. I'm going to tell you about this time when I was in college. Um, It was a chemistry class, actually, because I was a biology major way back in the dizzy. But um, in class, they were talking and I had no clue what they were talking about. It was like I would read the textbook. I would write my notes. I would highlight everything. But there was like a missing like link in my brain. And I was just always so confused. But I refused to raise my hand. I was so nervous. And this happened to me in high school. And I know that you guys know the feeling I'm talking about where you just sit there and you like look around and you're lost, but you have that pounding in your chest because you know you kind of want to ask, but you don't want to feel stupid. You don't want to look like an idiot. You don't want to look like a fool. So you just sit there and in the long run, just suffer for it because you're so afraid to be wrong. Like I'd rather raise my hand and get it wrong than never try. You know, I would rather strive for my podcast, say that I tried and have it fail or write a book and publish it and no one buys it and it fails. I'd rather post my TikTok videos and no one watches it and it fails than say that I never tried or I never asked, you know. And I think the reason that we do this is because we have these limiting beliefs and it's really important that we identify those. 
You know, I have a really big limiting belief um, when I make a schedule, right? Like a plan in my to-do list and I don't get everything done. I immediately tell myself that I'm not worthy, that I've messed something up, that I'm behind, that I'm late or that I'm failing. And that is a limited belief that pushes me in the opposite direction of where I'm trying to go. So instead of letting that happen, I'm identifying that and I'm allowing myself to know that I might not be able to get it all done in one day and that I don't need to get it all done in one day. Some other limiting beliefs can be like, you don't have enough money, you know, or one that I used to do all the time is that I don't have what I need to strive for my dreams. Like I wanted to be a YouTuber all my life and I always never had the right camera right? Never had the right editing software, right? Like even, even recently I was like, oh, I want to start filming my podcast again. But then I was like, oh, my microphone's old. I need a new one. This microphone works pretty well, doesn't it? So it's like, these are all things like even in jobs. And I feel like we are kind of programmed because when it comes to trying to find a job, you need experience. But when it comes to having experience, you need the job and it's just all fucked up. It's like programmed in our minds that we're not good enough or we don't have what we already need. But literally inside of every single one of you, you have everything already that you need to succeed, that you need to be a bigger, better, smarter person. But our world kind of puts these limitations on us or our parents when we're growing up were taught like, oh, I didn't do this or oh, I don't have this quality. And it really fucks us up. So I think recognizing those and uh by the way follow the instagram for the podcast at probably late for something or to something sorry i wanted to do for something but they fucking snatched that from me some like girl has a page about plants that she hasn't used since 2020 if you're watching this um hopefully you can dm me and and maybe i can use that because i think probably late for something fits better but you know what no see even that i'm like probably late for something fits better so i'm gonna wait another year to start filming again (laughs) until i get that no 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 another limiting belief i'm happy with probably late to something and it's gonna be on sweaters which by the way i ordered a whole bunch the other day just because i want to make sure that i'm not giving guys something that i wouldn't wear myself and I like the uh fabrics and like the inside of my sweaters and hoodies if you guys have the mirror talk hoodie you guys know that it was pretty soft and it was really comfortable I'm doing like the crew neck sweater jackets but without the hood like you know the crew neck sweaters I think that's just how no just crew neck sweaters I'm doing those this time and I wanted to make sure that they were soft and light and they're literally perfect I'll probably try on um a few on my tiktok so stay tuned for that But yeah, I'm going to be trying to respond to all of you guys on there. So if you have any questions or you just want any advice, obviously, like I said, I'm a human being. I will try my best to help in any way that I can, but I'm definitely not perfect and I do not know all the right ways and, you know, how to live everything according to plan. I'm just going to be more like a big sister to give my best advice because hopefully I've already fucked up some things and can help you see through them. And then maybe you won't have to do them. Obviously, that's the goal. Um, But definitely go there and type out some of your limiting beliefs. I want this Instagram and this podcast to be a safe space. I'm not going to judge you. And I just ask that you don't do the same or that you do the same and don't judge me. But I truly think that 
to get to where you want to be, you have to go and build those blocks, right? When we talk about confidence, you have to look at yourself every day in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful and tell yourself that you're worthy. I think it's the same thing when it comes to your limiting beliefs. That's a second block there. You have to identify that and destroy them with love, not like fire or or tears or anything like that, but just with love. You have to recognize it and know that that's not true. You are not your thoughts. I talked about that in the last episode too. Think about that roommate. That voice in your head is not always the truth. Most of the time, it's actually not the truth at all. So recognize these limiting beliefs and these thoughts that tell you that you're not good enough or that you need to wait 18 years or until you have that house or that car because that's not the case. And most of the time, I honestly think it's going to prevent you from getting to where you need to be. I think I also talked about that as well. I feel like there's a part of your brain Um, especially for me, I don't know if it's because I'm bipolar, I don't know what it is, but there is a part of my brain personally that wants to be miserable. Like it wants to sulk. Like I'll have a good day and it'll be like, but this isn't good. And then they'll try to like ruin my moment, ruin my momentum and ruin the vibe and noticing that shit and cutting it quick, I feel like will help us all just like grow. And like I said before, I think these limiting beliefs can come from your childhood, but sometimes they can also come from your friend groups and who you're hanging out with. I think it's really important to focus on your circle. There's a quote that says, the worst thing you can do is tell a big dream to a small-minded person. I remember I was growing up and I would tell my family members that I was going to be known one day. At the time, I thought I was going to be a famous runway model, which I could have done, I'm pretty sure, but I didn't like the modeling industry. It was so toxic. I mean, they just want to starve you. It's literally like you are genuinely just a clothing like hanger or like a rack or something, and they just put you in uncomfortable positions. They don't understand that you're a human being that is probably fucking hungry. I remember I had like a eating like food diary. I remember I was 25, 25 pounds heavier or now I'm 25 pounds heavier now than I was when I was modeling. And I was being told all the time that I was way too big. And they mainly said it was my butt. And I'm like, I'm a black girl. You know, I'm mixed. I don't know what you really want from me. That ass is always going to be popping out. I don't know what you want me to do. They actually ended up putting me in uh, these uh, pure bar classes to elongate my butt so that my measurements would be smaller. They also, by the way, I was signed to IMG Models Worldwide, which is where a lot of famous models are, are signed. And they literally told me that my coloring was off for the season. They said I was too orange. I'm pretty sure that's fucking racist. That's not the point, but I just wanted to note that that's pretty fucked up. But I remember when I was growing up, I was telling everybody, I was like, I'm going to be a famous model. I'm going to be known. And people would laugh at me. My own family members would laugh at me and say that I was not going to do that. I needed to be realistic. I needed to just go to school and get a job and just coast and be normal like everybody else. And that's fine. I think a lot of people love being normal and just getting that nice house and getting married. I think that's a dream for a lot of people. And I don't think there's any shame in that. It's peaceful, honestly. But I knew I wanted to do something a little different than that. Um, and I remember when I started getting a following on TikTok, I would be like, well, look, I got a following on TikTok. And my family members actually said to me, talk to me when you have 500,000. I hit 500,000. Talk to me when you have a million, you know? So that is all just kind of helping those negative thoughts that tell you that you're not good enough and that you're not going to achieve 
your dreams. And it's, it's honestly sad and it's good to be aware of that and, you know, understand who you're around. Uh, growing up, I had a lot of issues and trauma in my family. Um, thankfully I worked a lot of stuff out. Obviously every day you work things out and you find new traumas that are like low key buried down within you. Um, but a big part of my growth was going ahead and preparing myself. Like if I would talk to a certain family member, I would have to prepare myself beforehand and know who I was talking to. Because sometimes you just want that person in your life to tell you everything's going to be okay, give you a hug, or just compliment you or be proud of you. But sometimes that's just not who that person is. And that's not how that person's going to be. And I think it's really good to go into situations knowing who you're talking to, even with friends. Like I've had friends that, well, I thought they were my friends and they were pieces of actual shit. I had a girl that literally crashed my one year with a boyfriend, well, like 11 months or something, like an anniversary dinner. I've actually never reached a year with anyone before. I don't know if that's because I'm kooky too or what that's about, but um, I think that when I ever hit one year, it's going to be forever because it's going to be such a big deal for me, as sad as that may sound. But yeah, I had this girl crash an entire anniversary dinner, right? She was literally in a sports bra because her hoodie, her boyfriend had just broken up with her and taken his hoodie back and then made her walk like a mile to my house so she crashes my dinner I feed her the food that I was supposed to eat because I felt so bad and I said sweetie go upstairs to my closet pick out a jacket and then I was like you have a ride home though right because she lived far from my house she lived like 40 minutes away somewhere butt fuck in the middle of nowhere and she was like yeah and then 11 o'clock rolls by and she's like I don't have a ride and I'm sitting there staring at her. I'm like, it's my anniversary. Like, what do you do? Like, you know, but I was nice enough to buy her that 55 fucking dollar Uber ride to her house. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? The next day I go to school and she had stolen a whole bunch of things from my closet, right? That's bad enough. But she gave one of my sweaters, polo sweaters, by the way, not cheap, to my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. So the ex-girlfriend was wearing my hoodies to school. I'm sorry I'm getting louder, but I'm just passionate about that. I literally still do not like that girl to this day because of that fucking bullshit, all right? But so I would tell her things about myself and there would be low-key subs. Like she would just put shit in my head and make me doubt myself and question myself. And that's not okay. No friend would ever do that to you. No person that would ever love you and does love you would ever truly like hurt you for no reason. Like, I don't, I, I think that, you know, sometimes people can say mean things when they're upset or whatever, but it still doesn't make it okay. Like when people have bad intentions, that's what you really need to focus on. What is their intention? Are they actually your friend or are they just there to low key sub you and mock you? Uh, a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt says, great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events and small minds discuss people. And trust me, I get it. Sometimes I love watching The Housewives. I love the drama and I love the tea. Everyone loves the tea when it's not about them. When the tea was about me, that was really stressful and it wasn't very fun, but I get it. We all love drama sometimes and we all give in to the TikTok drama and the scandals. I get it. We're all human. I'm not mocking anyone or putting anyone down for it. But at the same time, when you are looking around at your friends, is it a circle or is it a cage? Are the people that you're 
choosing to be in your life, helping you grow. I, 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 I had to get rid of a lot of friends because I felt like they were just plateauing. And that's fine. Everyone grows at different rates and whatnot. But sometimes if you're trying to do your best and your circle isn't doing the same thing, you feel alone and you slowly distance from them. And it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. I remember I had this one friend um, when I moved out into my last apartment and I was on my own again. Uh, we became really close and we would party. Like we would party. I was going out like every weekend. It only lasted about like a month. <laughs> uh, but I was going out a lot. Okay. And I even did Molly one time. Like that was freaking insane. I have a whole bunch of stories about my LSD trips and all that. Um, but that's a story for another time. Your girl loves shrooms, uh, mainly for the spiritual experience of it, not just to like be high and like be on drugs. It was definitely for a spiritual purpose at the time. But that's a story, like I said, for another time. But at that time, I was going out a lot, right? And then I kind of got tired of going out. I was like, all right, so you go out, you get drunk, you do things that you don't really want to do, like embarrass yourself or say the wrong things or get into fights with people because obviously we know I'm not the best drunk. And in general, you wake up in the next morning hungover and anxious and you, what, get ready that night and go out again? I was kind of getting bored of it, to be honest. I was just getting bored. And the girl I was friends with, all she did was talk about everybody else. She had nothing else to say but talking about someone else. It was kind of boring. Like, I get it, talk your shit, whatever, tea, hee, 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 but... At the same time, like, what the hell? Anything about you and your life? What are you up to? What are you doing? How are we sitting here talking so much shit about people and we're not even looking at ourselves? Like, we have to look in the mirror, okay? And trust me, I know that sometimes looking in the mirror is tough. You know, you don't always like the reflection you you see. When I got out of fucking jail, I was looking at myself in the mirror for like 30 minutes. I just stood there. I was like, who the fuck is this bitch looking back at me? I was like, I don't know her. This is not, this is, what is happening right now? <laughs> you know, my whole brain was like breaking. But when it came to that girl, I was just like, I'm going to distance from you. And literally right now, I'm telling you she's out of the club. And that might be fine for her, whatever. But I, I remember one time I literally texted in the group chat with my friends. And I said, hey guys, does anyone want to go to a boxing class? You know, because I was trying to think of other things to do than just go out and get drunk and party. I was like, does anyone want to go like to a boxing class, self-defense? Like we're all really pretty girls. Like we need to be safe, you know, especially for going out. And I remember she said, no, LOL, that's weird. Right. So I was like, dang, like I felt like like a little shitty. I was like, I really was excited to do that. And then all the other girls ended up saying, yeah, that's a really cool idea. I'm totally down. When are we going? And she completely switched her attitude. She was like, okay, whatever, you know, we can go. So like just little things like that, like you really have to peep your circle and you really have to look at someone and what they're genuinely offering you because you have no idea the effect that people have on you. Like if I get into an argument with a friend, it will ruin my day. I'm very sensitive. Like I'm crazy as fuck. And sometimes I can be like an insensitive asshole and be like, I'm not going to give you the time of day. I'm not going to listen to you. But probably about 20 minutes later, I will completely break down in tears because I don't want conflict. Like a part of me wants to smoke. And then the other part is like, please, I'm a child. I'm only four years old. Like be nice to me. Like it's it's a confusing world that we're living in or brain that I'm currently living in. But you really have to 
see-through, you know? And I also think I love this, um, I guess, uh, exercise that I did in uh, my therapy appointment with my therapist. She made me (laughs) hug a teddy bear and she told me to look at this teddy bear and close my eyes and hug it and pretend that it was me as a child. And I love this exercise because I was like, Picturing myself when I was young and my curly hair and my beautiful smile and my innocent brain, I used to love singing and dancing. And my grandparents spoiled me rotten. To this day, honestly, I don't think anyone's ever told me no. Um, I, I don't plan on anyone ever telling me no, but I understand it's not realistic. I don't want to be like a brat. I ended up literally getting multiple jobs when I was 15 years old and things like that. And reality came in, you know, that I don't want to be like that. And it's a lot harder to make money than you think, you know, when you're young and you're getting everything from your grandparents, you're snapping your fingers. It's like, boom, bam, money is so easy, grows on trees because it's paper. But then when you're working seven hours a day at a restaurant or some shit, I, I was also once a swimming instructor. Guys, I barely know how to swim. Can we, can we take a second? I don't even know how to fucking swim. Like I do, but I doggy paddle. I can't like normal, like swim like those other swimmers. I also get kind of embarrassed if I'm at the pool swimming like that because I'm like, why am I splashing? People are looking at me like I'm a dumbass. But anyways, at the end of the day, it was just harder to make money than I thought. So I don't want to be spoiled and whatever. People have still never told me no and I don't plan on them telling me no. But regardless, my grandparents spoiled me rotten and they would always like film me on cameras and they'd be like, sing, dance, you're so good at singing, you're so good at dancing. I wasn't. Um, I'm super happy I didn't end up going on like American Idol because that would have been really, really, really embarrassing. But they would always say sing and dance and I was always in dresses and I was always putting on performances with like sparkly eyeshadow and Uh, I loved the belly dancers. So I had all of those little like skirts with the little coins on them that would like shake. So when I was hugging this teddy bear, I was thinking about her, you know, and I was telling her and and thinking about what she would want to hear, you know, and I was like, I love you. You've done nothing wrong. That was the one thing I needed to hear. I think growing up, uh, my mom was a single mom and we used to fight a lot. She was under a lot of stress and I get it. Like people think that their parents are perfect. Your parents are not perfect. Your parents are humans. And most of the time, genuinely, your parents are probably dealing with trauma from their parents. Okay. And um, we fought a lot and sometimes they got physical, you know, and my mom is a Taurus. I love her to death now and our relationship is so good. She's my best friend. But when I was younger, I absolutely hated her guts, like genuinely hated her guts. And uh, I'm not sure if it was a Taurus thing or what, but when she was angry, she would say a lot of mean things. Like one time, I love her death. I hope she doesn't hear this and don't ever yell at her or talk about it outside of this safe space. One time she told me she hoped I got hit by a car. So like the way that she would take out her anger was with words, like trying to hurt you and dig deep and make you feel like you're not enough, you know? So I think growing up, I had this deep fear that I was always doing something wrong. 
And um, right before therapy, I started noticing that my anxiety was like peaking a lot. Like I was always anxious. Right now I'm extremely anxious. (laughs) I hope it's not wrapping up for any of you guys. Relax, take a deep breath. (sighs) Everything's okay. Um, But I started noticing my anxiety was like really, really high. And I was like, I wonder like what that root is, you know? So I started meditating on it and it's my deep fear that I've done something wrong. You know, I've done something wrong. I'm always doing something wrong. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I'm embarrassing. I talk too loud. My personality's too much. And that everybody hates me. <laughs> That's my deep, like, insecurity as a person. And I also started seeing it coming out in different ways. You know, when you're, when you're anxious and insecure because you have no sense of self-worth. And by the way, my therapist literally told me that last year, you know, that's after I've been making TikToks, you know? So it's a, it's a long process for growth and no one's perfect. But even after making my Queenies videos, I went to my therapist and I was telling her like my insecurities. And she was like, you have a very low self-esteem, You know, like you can think you're beautiful and confident and I know that people work towards, you know, uh, body positivity and and such, but also at the end of the day, it's about the way you view yourself, not your body, but your mind, how worthy you think you are as a person. And I, at times can be very, very mean to myself and it's a sad, it's a sad, it's a sad thing, but again, like Noticing these beliefs and these thoughts is an important part of getting rid of them. Beating yourself down and continuing certain patterns, you know, whether it's mentally or physically, does nothing. That's why I love the fool card because it just brings out that like childhood, like exploring and trying new things for the first time, like a baby opening its eyes. You know, you see colors for the first time, you taste foods for the first time, and you have all these new experiences be the fool, choose to be the fool, choose to be, you know, a little bit ignorant and a little just blindsided by the beauty in life and in yourself. And I'm going to say it again, because I think it's important to engrave that in all of our minds. You can fall, but you have to fall forward. Watch your circle because you don't know who you're really dealing with sometimes. Really think about people's intentions. And if they're there to love you and support you, or if they're there to bring you down. Is it a circle or is it a cage? You don't want to be sitting around talking about people. Think about ideas. Make friends that you can build with and grow with. Make friends that can help uplift you and get you out of bad situations. Make friends that want to go do yoga and read and write, or just stay by your fucking self. Because I'll tell you right now, having a bitch that's going to steal clothes from your closet on your anniversary ain't it, sis. All right? We are here to break patterns and do better and find better outlets, okay? I'm not going to go out to the club every weekend. I'm not going to go out and get drunk and get arrested again because I love to bring that up. (laughs) But break the patterns, find new outlets, and do better. Every day you have a chance to renew yourself and start over. You don't have to hold on to all of that and be that same version of yourself. I, like I said before, have about a billion versions of myself. Not sure if that's again because I'm crazy or if that's just because I want to do better all the time. But every day, you know, and most of your problems that you have are not as big as you think they are. Because A, most of the people don't really give a fuck. And B, 
the world is a really big fucking place and everybody is going through their own shit. And at the end of the day, the sun will rise and fall again and again and again and again. So you just have to choose whether your limiting thoughts and your friends are all going to get in the way of what you know you want to do or who you want to be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really hope that you guys feel safe here. I really appreciate the support. And if you're listening this long, I can't send enough hugs your way. Um, I want to start ending the podcast or beginning the podcast with some positive quotes. Um, Feel free to take some deep breaths and tune in with your body, anything that you need. Maybe get some water, maybe make sure you're eating, maybe journal some feelings and journal those uh, limiting beliefs that you have. But I want to read some of those quotes now. The first one is, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and have missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. And that's why I succeed. That's from Michael Jordan, hence the shooting and everything. Another one from Jim Thompson says, Say something positive and you'll see something positive. Another one says, all you need is the plan, the roadmap, and the courage to press on to your destination. Another one says, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible to the visible. I like that one. Another one says, only in the darkness can you see the stars. And I personally needed that one a lot right now. And I think that's super beautiful. That's from Martin Luther King Jr., And the last one that I'll read is, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. That's from Gandhi. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I send lots of love and hugs your way. Definitely do something nice for yourself today or tonight or light a candle. I'm kind of thinking of starting a candle brand um, just so that you can like light the candle and listen to the podcast or maybe a journal so that when you're listening to the podcast, you can write and take notes and just like fill yourself up with positivity and and motivation to be human in the best way. So I hope you guys can try to be the fool. Just fuck around for a little bit and learn new things and try new things. And I hope you're happy and I hope that you're feeling good. So thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so, so very much. Mwah.